Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Do you want a break from the ads? Not really. I like them. You like them? No. Well, if you're not a freak like Anna, you can join our Patreon for $5 a month and get so many exclusive tings. Yes. Like ad-free episodes. Hell yeah. Exclusive voting power on, on one of the books we read a month. Democracy. Behind-the-scenes content. <gasps> and an exclusive secret Patreon, secret podcast. The secret podcast. Called Ask Anna and Austin. Yes. Where Anna and Austin, which is me and Anna over here, answer questions that you ask us, the patrons. Yes, ask us things, and, and we will give you the answers. <laughs> and we'll add Reddit questions because they're horrible in there. <laughs> I, yeah, truly. There's a new tier we just added recently with the $2.50 tier called Just Want to Support. It gives you access to some basic text posts on the Patreon. And the main thing it gives access to is it gives you partial access to our Discord, which is now a private community mm-hmm. to help us... Uh, take some stress off the cast. Yes. And it helps us give a more curated experience for our patrons on the server. <laughs> and uh, you get access to one of the three live events we plan on doing. Uh, we get access to the Wesley's movie nights where a bunch of us, get, uh, the cast, a bunch of the cast gets on the Discord and we watch a movie. So go to our Patreon. It's in the description. Become a dear reader today. Get access to the content and get our love and admiration forever. Hell yes. Also, fuel my coffee addiction. I'm a millennial. <laughs> this is an Encounter Co. podcast. Enjoy. Here, okay, I'm going to sing you a song to start us off, okay? I don't want to wait. For our lives to be over. How'd you feel about that? I got bronchitis. Good morning, and welcome to Reading Isn't for Kids, a book review show podcast where two grown adults read and review a children's chapter book. My name is Austin. My name is Anna. And today we read Fear Street number seven, Haunted by R.L. Stein. He. From 1990. Yes. And I just want to start the book off is. Um, we fucking Della's back, and I am so fucking mad. Yeah. They just couldn't. They couldn't leave her in 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 the dirt. They couldn't leave her away from me. <laughs> my, probably my least favorite protagonist we've had in the, all these books so far. Yeah. She's, she's not the protagonist, by the way. She's the protagonist's best friend named Melissa, who we've never met, but we had a we had a POV from. Della, and did she ever mention Melissa? I don't think I she don't ever think so. mentioned Melissa. So, um, the book is a book. I hated it. What was your initial thoughts? I hated this book, dude. But, th- but this one, <coughs> j- just so everyone knows, the cover of this book is a blonde woman in bed, and she's looking at at the window. Has like a greaser boy is looking down at them all transparent. Yeah. And it says, there's a prowler in Melissa's room, but is he dead or alive? Yep. So yeah, this book straight up has supernatural shit in it. It does. Straight up through the first one. We've, the first time it was that there was no f- fucking 
fake out that it's a real ghost. I'm saying it right now because I have I'm so happy that there's finally some spooky shit happening on Fear Street. That's not just restaurant owners killing people, right? Or your fucking estranged half brother making bomb threats. <laughs> <laughs> So, Melissa. Yeah, the main character's name is Melissa Dryden. Yes. She is, She has wild blonde hair, which she won't shut up about. Yeah, no, and other people won't shut up about They're like, do you ever brush your hair? And it's clear, it, in my from my perspective, it sounds like she just has, like, either wavy or curly hair. And, like, people want her to, like, brush it so it looks more smooth. Yeah, I, I have no, I have absolutely no idea what people want her to do with her hair. And it, it makes her so insecure about it. Yeah. Because she's like, I like that my hair has personality. And I'm like, and if they're talking about, if the cover is how her hair looks, absolutely is that just a normal head of hair. And it's just wavy hair. That's not how they described it, though. I think it's shorter. I think it's like shorter hair. But but And you're like, why are you guys even bringing this up? Bitch won't stop bringing it up for the first, like, 40% of the book. Yeah, no. Not just her, but, like, everybody. her parents and, like, everybody. They're like, oh, you didn't brush your hair again today. Also, she's skinny. And everyone brings that up. A everyone time. brings it up, too. They're like, you're just so skinny. She weighs less than 100 pounds. Oh, uh, before we get into the show, uh, we have on, uh, like, we, we've read all of our reviews from Apple Podcasts. Uh but this is normally where we would read and review from Apple Podcast. But also, Spotify added a new feature where at, uh, in the description of the Spotify stuff, uh, like the Spotify uh, episode, you can leave comments and stuff. So if you leave a review of the show there, we will read it at the beginning of, uh, of each episode. Um, and you'll be forever memorialized on an episode of Riff K. Also, while you're there, give us five stars on Spotify. That helps out so much. And we appreciate it. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, she's skinny, and everyone also makes fun of her for being skinny, um, which I feel like that's a good way to 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 help someone who's skinny. Yeah, it's just it's just call them string bean or whatever, skin and bones. Yeah, and like that's right. Her dad calls her skinny bone. Also, it makes me more mad too because Melissa's also like incredibly jealous of Della, and we were in Della's head. She fucking sucks, dude. She is no re- Melissa is so better, so much better than Della. Yeah, I probably would have not liked Melissa. I would have liked Melissa less if Della wasn't in the book. Probably, you know what I mean? Because I now I had a comparison. Yeah. Because Della is awful in this book too. Yeah. You think going through a near death experience would make a person better? It's just Fear Street, man. I don't know what to tell you. It's just Fear Street. <laughs> okay, so yeah, we got Mr. Uh, the mom doesn't get a name, by the way. They, the mom never gets a name. No, um, she does not. <laughs> her dad, though, his da- her dad's name is Wes. Wes. Mr. Wes Dryden. He's a 200-pound dramatic man. They also said 200 like that was really big. Yeah. I was 200 in, like, ninth grade. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I'm a bigger guy, but, like... right. I guess this was, like, what, 30 years ago, so... Yeah. They were still eating, what, like, like dry biscuits or something? Like, I would... And lead paint? Yeah, lead paint helps you get thin. (laughs) (laughs) He stared at her. Uh, He's also a lawyer, we find out. Yes. Um, The dad's not unbearable or anything, but uh, Melissa is so annoyed with him all the time. Yeah. (laughs) Like, this man does nothing really wrong. The mom does way worse, but she gets let off because she's an airhead or whatever. She, and her mom isn't just even necessarily bad. It just seems like her mom doesn't listen very well. And also just doesn't want to deal with any of the issues. Uh, so, yeah, she's rich, but they live on Fear Street for some reason. I didn't think Fear Street was old, like... Old Fear Street. Oh. So there's like... There's different parts of Fear Street. I think there's like a Fear Street beyond the tracks, like past the woods. Oh, so Fear Street's like a long street. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Okay. Cause they, so they live on the Fear Street with that burnt out mansion. Yes. And not the Fear Street from the previous books. That's just like the regular Fear Street. 
Uh-huh. And then there's the south side, Fear Street. Yes. They don't explain this, by the way, so you just have to figure it out. Yep. You know, she lives in old money, like old moneyville. Yeah, well, well, should they, well but yeah, but they're not old money. No, they're no, not. No, the dad grew up like really, like poor, so poor that he got like a Hot Wheel for Christmas, he said. Like that's what yeah. he would get. Because he like spoils her. But like it seems like he makes it her know that that like she is spoiled and like this is why, because she's not a bad person or anything. She's not like a brat and she doesn't like expect gifts or anything. She's like, hypersensitive, but I wonder if that's because everyone's constantly picking at her appearance. Yeah. Um. Oh, and she's a teenage girl, so I just there's just yeah. hormones and shit. But anyway, she's uh. That that's basically the those are the three characters we that talk a lot besides Zella, but I hate her. Uh, <laughs> uh, then we meet her boyfriend, and her boyfriend has a really good name, and I'm very happy that this is the name that Mister Stein picked, and also didn't give him a last name, which always infuriates me when you make a character but you don't give him a last name. Yeah, and this is like a, I would say like this is a, he's in a lot of scenes. Yeah, he is. And his name is just Buddy. Yeah. It's not a nickname. His name is Buddy. And he's tall, handsome, but he's pushy and selfish. Are these descriptions you've created? or No, these are what I've wrote down that they've said. Oh, okay. I know it's contradicting, right? Because at some point she says that he's like, he's like really just like average looking. Yeah. But like she describes him as handsome multiple times. Yeah. And uh, also, he's a tennis fan. He likes tennis. He's always wearing <laughs> tennis shorts. It's always brought up once. It's only brought up once. I just thought it was funny that Simon was like, "All right, this guy needs another thing about him: tennis fan." <laughs> well, he's rich. He's rich like everybody else. Mm-mm. Or rich like Melissa, I thought. But he's not rich, no. Thought he was. He lives on. He lives on Normal Street, not Fear Street, but like. Oh, okay. So he's middle class street. Yeah, he's like lower middle class street. Like if they're if they're upper middle class, because they're not like. I guess they have a butler, so I guess they are that rich, huh? Yeah, no, they have a living. They live-in have a living housekeeper. Which I I wonder I. I don't. I wonder if that. I guess you're going to be paying them forty thousand dollars. Let's say if you're just paying them like forty thousand dollars a year, that's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But it's the nineties, so it's probably like eight grand, and that housekeeper is super filthy rich too. And she gets to live with them, dude. Her mom's a model, too? Is that what she said? I don't know what she her said mom, her mom does. Her mom does something. Her, uh, yeah, her mom also does work, but like... Uh, but anyway, so yeah, we get um, we get introduced to Buddy, and like they're just talking, and he's like... I don't know why Stein wrote him like this, but like he's like instantly like just wants to fuck like right away. And, like, I know, like, Teenage Boys are like that. Yeah. But, like, she's, like, talking to him, and he's, like... They haven't seen each other in, like, two months, I think she said. Two weeks. Two weeks. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> they're kissing on... They go to Makeout Point. It's called, like, River Point or something. Um, and they're talking and stuff, and then he starts kissing her. And she says no, and then he puts her his hand up her blouse. And she's like, No! And I'm not mad at her for saying no. I just, it was just a weird, it was not even, it didn't even ha- explain anything to the plot. No, it, it did not. It didn't come up. I don't know if it was just supposed to be like, maybe he's the bad guy. You know what I mean? That or like, she's just so innocent and sweet and like a good person and like. Mm, okay. She has like virgin purity. Okay. I didn't think you needed to do that though. To they he was, I already knew that though before this happened. Yeah, and it's not like he assaults her really or anything because he when she says she says no like twice and he he back would he overcross the line to the point where he, she should leave him or was it just like nah I think she was just stating a boundary and he overstepped it and then yeah I think it also I don't know if it's meant to portray that like he isn't listening to her either yeah because she's like talking about stuff that like is genuinely concerning. Her and like, yeah. Has she seen the ghost at this point? No. No. Okay. Um, um, but she's not sleeping very well. Yeah, she's not sleeping very well because of the Fear Street Prowler. Yes. Who's breaking into houses? Yes. 
which is a very genuine concern. Uh-huh. I don't know how, like, the, I guess we have seen that the police in this town are fucking so stupid. Yes. They're, like, unbelievably bad at their jobs. Yeah. Um, because we do figure out who the prowler is, and there's no way that they should have they should have caught that person so fast. Yeah, <laughs> like I could have caught that. But I don't even have police training. <laughs> like, anyway, uh, and he does apologize, but she takes he takes her home, and the, the, it's, like, it's just like ruined because they're both uncomfortable now. Yeah. Um, which is you know what it is. They're just they're kids. They're figuring shit out still. Right. Um, but I thought it was going to set up that he was like cheating on her or something on his vacation. I thought that's what that was. I, it, you know what I mean? I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, because he does. There's he, a lot of stuff in here that just doesn't go anywhere. And, and I mean, it's fine, but like. Yeah. Uh, we would even talk about when the books, like the, the cold open of this book is her crashing in, a, in the car because like someone pulls the wheel. That's like the first page of this book. That's the... It's the prologue. Yeah. 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 And then she like wake... The, the, the first page is her like waking up from a nightmare. Presumably that one. Yeah. Um. And like... She like is screaming that there's, some, like, there's something at the window. There's nothing at the window. It's a tree. So that's like instilling that her parents are like, Oh, she going crazy. <laughs> Yeah, or like she's paranoid or anxious or whatever. And yeah, and her mom's like, "You shouldn't watch the news, because that's why you saw the prowler." Her, she also, does, her mom is just like, "You're just overtired." She is not worried about this fucking prowler at all. No, and they sleep with their windows open, dude. Yeah, and then, uh, but her dad's like, "I got a gun, so it's fine." Yeah, and dude, this guy, fucking spins it on his fingy, dude. Yes. He's like, yeah, I got a gun, and guess what? It's loaded. Here, hold it. <laughs> and she's like, what the fuck? <laughs> she's like, tra- she's like traumatized from this gun experience. Uh, oh, it was called River Ridge. That's what that makeout point's called. Um. She also mentions that he's never tried that before. Yeah. So I wonder if that was like he finally got the courage up to like make a move. Mm-hmm. That I'm assuming that's what that was. I I don't know. My I, when I'm making a when I'm first making a move on someone, I don't try to put my hand in their clothes until at least the makeout session is 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 going. I I don't know. They're they're 17. Like I don't know. Yeah, but I was also 17, and I've been in cars with people and made out with them and like and like you know what I mean and I'm me like look at me I don't got any game like how do I pick you up was it the Star Wars jokes I would tell you or was it uh, when I quoted our song which one was it it was neither okay this is where um, she's reading a Stephen King novel yeah they don't say they don't say a Stephen King novel but they're, she's reading one of them yeah. She's like, she's like, why am I reading this? I'm already freaked out. It's so spooky. It's so scary. <laughs> and then the room gets super cold, even though it's, it's fucking like August or summer or whatever. Yeah. And then her daddy gets home early and he's like, I got a present. Come look. I don't know. I shouldn't show you. Okay, I'll show you. Yeah. He's like, oh, I should wait till your mom gets home. And she's like, mm, no, mom's ha- gone for like two days. Didn't didn't even ask mom before this purchase. Does it sounds like it? Yeah. Um, which was like that's what it was like for me growing up. Is my stepdad would just buy extremely purchases like this and just be like, surprise everyone. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> he's like, here you go. Um, here's a brand new blue Pontiac Firebird. <laughs> A brand yep. new blue Pontiac Firebird. Yep. You know what a Firebird looks like? Here's a picture. I yes. I prefer the black ones cause my father has a Firebird. It's red. Yeah, I like the black ones. And my my uh my sperm donor, his first car was a black, 1990 Firebird, 
and it had the like Firebird logo on the hood. And he had that car. He had that car up until I don't he might even still have it. But like the engine was just like gutted. But it was just fucked up. Yeah, it was a it looked like that. Cute. I know for the audio listeners, uh it's a blue car. It's a blue car. <laughs> it's blue. That's her birthday present. Yes. Her seventeen her seventeen birth year old birthday present. Yep. Which that's a pretty good birthday present. Yeah. And this is where he's like, hey, this is where he explains for us, I think, that like, hey, I was poor and I, I'd spoil you, I shouldn't, but like I don't know, I just want to give you everything I couldn't have. Yes. And he's like, he's like and he's like, honestly, you're so sweet and like he's like, You deserve it, so you're not even like a brat. Because she's even like, This is this is too much, Dad. This is this is a lot. And he's like, okay, we'll take it back. And she's like, no, no. <laughs> he even explains that, like, his parents couldn't afford birthday cake, so they would just eat stale cake. Yeah. Why? Why so sad, Stein? <laughs> and, like, Well, that's... I think it ties into the ghost that calls her, like, that, like, calls her a shitty rich person. Yeah, which, to be fair, uh, we do find out that every other rich person in this town is shitty, so. Yeah. Which Della's one of them. We did. We didn't know she was rich, but. <clears throat> okay, and as she's about to leave, her dad makes a hair joke to her, and she's like instantly, in a, and she's sad now. Like he's just tainted this good mood, this good experience with your hair sucks, bitch. Yeah, he like said something about how it looks like she's already been driving with the windows down, or something like that. And as she's driving to North Hills, where Della lives, I don't, I didn't, I've never heard, seen North Hills in these books, but that's apparently a place. Um, I, I, I need to find to see if there's like a map someone has I was made just of this. Say. But their their wikis are hardly even updated, so that's what makes me think there isn't. Um, and it gets like freezing inside of the car, even though it's like sweltering outside, and uh, then her car swerves into an oil an oil truck. Yeah. And she's fine, though. She's okay. Car's fucked up. Yep. Dude, also, Pete's back, dude. My boy Pete's back, dude. Dude, I was unironically excited that Pete was back, dude. Pete's back. Pete Goodwin from book three, Della's boyfriend at the end of the book. Yes. Is back, and... I was pumped because ha- she's at her birthday party now, and um, this is where we get introduced to like I'm not like four new teenagers for no reason. Like he's already added Della and Pete, right? So like just bring back the other characters, right? So the first thing we do is before we need to get the kids though, Pete makes like he's like, dude, I got you a Weird Al CD, dude. Here you go. I know you like Weird Al, <laughs> and Della's like she doesn't like Weird Al. Oh, dude, I got you a Weird Al CD. And dude, Della's just killing the fucking joke, dude. I don't know. Dude, she sucks. And then Melissa's just like, oh, thank you so much. Like, thank you. I'm sure I'll love whatever the CD is. And I don't like, even remember what it was. She didn't open it. Oh, that's right. She put it in the guest room. Um, But then she comments how she's jealous of Della. And she's like tugging on her hair. And I'm like, dude, don't be jealous of Della. First off, her name's Della. Second off, she sucks. <laughs> Yeah. I dude, I feel like did I feel this way in the third book when about Della? You hated Della, dude. dude. Della, and I, I, dude, I like women too. Do you? I'm a sub- woman supporter. Do I'm an ally. I have two women in my house. You, I own two women. <laughs> <laughs> I am the owner of two fine women. <laughs> I am in possession of two women. Not what I meant. <sighs> so here we go. I thought she was going to be giving Pete some shit, and I was about to, to burn the book. But she's like, he's preppy and stuff, but like, he's actually like pretty funny once I got to know him. And I was like, yeah, that's how it works when you fucking <laughs> meet people, bro. <laughs> uh, then, then she starts rattling off all these fucking people, okay? We got, we got Marnie Foster. Marnie Foster, Christine. 
You know what Marley Foster's traits are? What? She's Melissa's friend. And then we got then we got Billy Clawson. I feel like have we seen Billy before? I don't think we've seen Billy before. We might have. Not according to my notes, unless he was in the first book, because that's the only book I didn't count the characters for. Okay. Um, we got Billy Clawson, who's dancing to music, and she also dated in freshman year. Which she acts like it was so long ago, but that was two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just, like, having fun, and she's like, he's so weird. And I'm like, boy's vibing. Like, he's just <laughs> dancing by himself, dude. Dude, then we get David Met- Metcalf. Yeah. D- Metcalf back, dude. The character that has not been a protagonist, but has been in four out of seven of the books we have read. <laughs> and guess what happened? He gets, dude, he's just always getting bullied. Yeah. Someone fucking puts a, put, Chrissy puts a fucking chips on his head, dude. Yeah. Also, you've got Chrissy Monroe. Who's that? I don't know. Why are you adding this bitch? <laughs> yeah, though. Chrissy just fucking dumps chips on David's head for Where, Where's no Corey? They just, they literally said that Corey and David are always together. Where's Corey? Stein. My name not Corey. <laughs> My name not Corey. My name not Corey. My name not Corey. No one's gonna get that joke but us. <laughs> For people that that was the same guy that was like, let's go to the beach, beach. Hi, my name is Courtney Blue. And Nicki Minaj. <laughs> oh, Cole Hirsch. That was hot. Was it? <laughs> um, and then Buddy shows up late because, of course, Buddy's late. The fucking poor guy's late. <laughs> what? I don't know. And he hands she her. She said that Buddy's always late. She does say that. Yeah. And then he hands her her gift, and he's like, "Open it now. Open the gift." She opens it. <laughs> And it's a it's a silver pendant that they mentioned like up until like half of the book, and I think Stein just forgot. It seemed to have some sort of like it was going to have significance, but it I did not. I thought it was gonna be like, oh, he's the one, he's the prowler, something like that. You yeah. know what I mean? But no, it, but he literally, literally stopped talking about it. Yeah, there's a lot of shit. No, I can't get into I, it right now. I, we're not not even close. I to think me. I think he just sometimes would just. <laughs> would just like start typing you know what I mean like he would just start typing <laughs> and th- and then he wouldn't stop and then like he would just do like spell check <laughs> and then he would give it to an editor and editor's like I don't get paid enough for this I'm gonna cut out all this cat murder though why is that in here <laughs> he loves murdering his cats he doesn't goosebumps a lot too <laughs> And um, then David's like, dude, you're going to fuck her, bro? <laughs> and everyone's like, eh. Yeah, right. And Melissa's like, what does that mean? <laughs> Party goes on at 1130. They eat cake. And she's like, you guys got to be out here at midnight or my parents are going to shoot us all. And then, and then they're like eating cake. And then Melissa, they're all like suggesting games they should play. And Melissa suggests they play Dirty Doctor. What the fuck's Dirty Doctor? You examine people. That's called Dirty... I thought it was just called Playing Doctor. Yeah, but... I don't know. Dude, so everyone just takes Arl turns. Stein wrote Everyone just shit. takes turns feeling each other's butts and stuff? I guess. I don't know. That's... I'm not like judging We're it. Too I'm just... caught up in, no, in the fucking No, because because I couldn't understand what it was, and it's important because Dell was there, and I was mad. And then they open presents, but when they go to open presents, all the presents are opened. Yeah, and everyone's like shocked, and they're like, "Oh my god!" And then she's like, "Buddy, where'd you get this pendant?" And Buddy's like, "I don't know," and runs out of the house. <laughs> yeah. Well, her parents come home first, and then he leaves. Yeah, and then we find out um, that she has a housekeeper now, too. Yep. She has a housekeeper. Uh, she has a housekeeper named Marta. And she cooks and she cleans, even like putting their laundry away for them. Yeah. Which is wild. Yeah. I knew, I knew a girl who had um, 
uh, they had it wasn't a live-in nanny, but it was a nanny that would put their clothes away. And then when she was a sophomore or junior in high school, um, the nanny switched to only coming once or twice a week. And so she was so upset that she had to put her own clothes away. She's like, I don't know where this is supposed to go. You're 16, 17 years old. You don't know how to put your clothes away. Okay, what happens next? Um, As she's laying in bed, a dark figure approaches her, but it disappears. And then she goes to the window. And then, th- then something tries to push her out the window. And then she, like, screams. And her parents are like, what's going on? And then that's it. They're like, you're you're just crazy and tired. You go to sleep. Yep. I know you just said there was a boy in your room, but. And then I think her dad, like, reminds her of the gun. He's like, well, I have a gun. <laughs> I'll shoot the fucking ghost. <laughs> Uh, Buddy is also was being weird when she brought off the prowler. I think it was just a red herring he was trying to do, <coughs> but he never followed through with it. I genuinely, I hate this. I hate this book. I I like this book. I don't know why you hate. it. I'm so curious why we haven't got to a point where you told me why you hate it yet. Um, then we go to the mall. Right, it time jumps to the mall. She's with Chrissy and Della, and I've never been more upset. Um, and they're buying clothes. Yeah. And Chrissy and Della are being the most classist fucking pieces of shit ever. Yeah. They're like trying on clothes and like some girl walks in. Named Mary Lou. Mary Lou. And first of all, like it, it seems like maybe what she was wearing is like a year or two like out of out of fashion or something. Yeah. And they're like so fucking ugly. Like someone should send her to camp. No, it's someone should send her to camp in that tacky outfit. And then Melissa's like, didn't laugh. She's like, she's just poor. That's all. Yeah. And then Chrissy's like, confused. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> and Melissa's like, do you not know what poor means, Chrissy? It means they don't have a lot of money. <laughs> Her family lives in the old village. She has like a whole bunch of siblings. And then Chrissy says, being poor is in bad taste. Yeah. I know, I'm serious. I'm leaving that pause in, too. I was infuriated by that. Yeah. By this book for for children, I was infuriated. Because like Christy doesn't get Christy doesn't get her comeuppance, she's not in the any of the rest of this book. No, Della is just going along with it. Of, yeah, I Della, mean, of course, Della thinks it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, we well, you know, Della thought they killed a man and covered it up, so she shouldn't be that be fucking snobby, should she? <laughs> um, and then she's like, I don't ever want to be a rich snob, and Christy's like, save the lecture. <laughs> and they like gaslight her. They gaslight fucking Melissa into thinking that she's in the wrong. Like, she's a bad person for, like, telling them not to laugh at people who can't afford the newest clothes. I'll have to apologize to Chrissy. I had no business lecturing her like that. I'm just so edgy these days. Well, no, I I would have almost fist fought one of my friends if they said that. (laughs) None of our friends would say that, though. Looking for a new D&D podcast? Well, look no further. The Encounter Table is a D&D 5e comedy podcast about four unfortunate teens taken by an evil dark wizard and thrown into his own sick and twisted game of Dungeons and Dragons. New episodes come out every other Wednesday. But that's enough of me, though. Let's meet the cast and characters. Jordan Make as Clarissa Coldshore. I think we should do a team vote. Who thinks we should go get potions? Raise your hand, verbally. Verbally, raise your hand. <laughs> Luke Godfrey as Scott Travis. Yeah, be scared, bitch! Fuck, my voice just cracked so hard. <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. America's DM, Mike Galato. Dex. Is like petting. Who just fucking this crab. shit their pants. I swear. <laughs> Guys, I, 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 who was that? I, I need to. I need to run off real quick. I'll be right back. 
way. Did Otto actually just shit himself, himself on record? <laughs> Joe LaJoyce has pressed an Adeline. I feel like I could die. <laughs> <laughs> and myself, Brandon Hall, as Dex Turner. We'll see you soon over at the encounter table. This one goes out to my stepson. Uh, we've been in the same vagina under different <gasps> circumstances. So uh, here it goes. <laughs> And then when she's driving, someone's whispering in her inner name, in her ear. Yeah. And she crashes like again. Yep. Uh, but this time it's nothing. She's fine. She also describes the guys being weird. And I again, I thought this was gonna like come up again. That guy never comes back up. Oh, the the driver the... she bumps into. Yeah. Um, and at dinner, her parents are like oh my god you're we're going we're going to Las Vegas for a lawyer convention they're like come with us and she's like no i don't want to be a minor in Las Vegas that sounds like it sucks and they're like you need to get out of the house and she's like but she's I like don't. i can't gamble and i can't <laughs> like do literally anything in Las Vegas i don't blame that's totally fair that would suck and they're like you could go shopping <laughs> She's like, I don't want to do that. By yourself on the strip. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this I mean, this was the time where they had to like be reminded that kids exist though, so That's true. Um Have and, you told your son you love him today? <laughs> uh oh, the, oh yeah, she crashes because the boy appears next to her, by the way. That's right, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and she's he's, he's a greaser guy. And she's like, he's like, you killed me. And he's just like, what are you talking about? Yes. <laughs> um, and then that night he shows up again and he's like tormenting her basically. He's like, Melissa, you killed me. You and killed she's me. like, she's like, I don't even know who you are. He's like, me either. I just know my name is Paul and you killed me. My name is Paul. And you're Paul. you're a rich fucking snob and Paul. you killed me. Paul, my name's Paul. they're yelling they're yelling at each other and no one comes check on this poor girl bitch they're yelling it's like 2 a.m and she's like oh i'll i'll help you i'll figure out how you died she's like because i didn't do it she's like so your memories must be just faulty he's like he's like you're right i don't remember anything all i remember is that my name's paul and you killed me And then it jumps to the next Monday, and she's at the library looking at old pick paper, uh, looking at old papers on like a machine I've never used, like one of those like things in the library the slide things. Yeah, I don't even know if they have them anymore. Probably not. That's not how we save. No, files. I mean like I remember seeing them when I was a kid at our local library, but when we were there last month, I, at the times before, I don't remember seeing them ever anymore. So I wonder if they've all just been digitized, which would be better at pres- for preserving it. Yeah. Yeah, but so she looks for like three hours through papers and she can't find anything about a teenager dying because that would have made the, the front news. Yeah. And then she like sees Della, who they remind that Della's also smart because she has a stack of books. <laughs> and I'm like, I just want her to fall so bad. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, we can go meet my, my cousin Tracy. She's a poor. She lives in the old village with the poors. And, dude, the way Stein describes the old village is ridiculous. Yeah. Can you... I want you to say it because I'm dramatic. Yeah, no. So I want you like to say it so that it doesn't... dark look. and dirty and there are people fighting and running. Drinking. And people drunk and, like... The only business is a liquor store. Yeah. <laughs> Name yeah. Aldo's. Yeah. Aldo's. Aldo's. And also Aldo's sells to minors. <laughs> yep. Um, and then they go to Tracy and she's like, oh, do you know a dead, a dead kid? And Tracy's like, yeah. 
there was a dead kid because she goes to the south, which is in Shady Side, but it's a different school in Shady Side. Yeah. Because there's Shady Side High School, and then there's South Side High School. Yes. I'm a. I, this is just me and you putting. They don't say this. Yeah. I think that's how it is. Because I think the old village is their name for past the tracks. Yes. Um, which is if, if none of you grew up in a small town or maybe just middle America, that means it's like, that's basically like the start of the village, of the of the city. And in a lot of those places, it's just shitty and run down. And it's just like we're all like the poor. Like I grew up over the tracks in my hometown. So like that's just like what it was like. Yeah, and we had we had a we had a liquor store and like people were fighting and doing crack next to each other all the time. So like everybody was dirty. Yeah, there was there was like people off. were cockfighting. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't add in like like dog fighting or something. Fucked and stupid. Uh, we're only on book seven. <laughs> Don't get me excited. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm like Aaron Hansen with Sonic. I like actually like to be angry at this shit. I'm like, no, I love this series, but you're so mad, Austin. Yeah. Yeah, it's garbage. Yeah, be better. <laughs> and the, the kid, that was just a nonsense filler chapter. The kid is not even Paul. It's just a different kid that broke his neck in the pool. Yep. <laughs> That's that. And then on, on her way home, she discovers that Buddy is in her house. Yeah. Why? He fucking broke into her house or something. And she's like, "What? Why are you in my house?" And he like looks terrified that she walked in. And he leaves the door open too. And does it feel like a part of this book's missing? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Or like it's that's two why books I'm so together. Because Buddy wasn't that bad of a character, honestly. And then he's like, he's like, "Oh, sorry." He's like, "Your mom was here, but then she had to go to the store, so she left me here." And he's like, "Let's go to Red Heat." Which I think we've seen Red Heat before, haven't we? Yes, I think that's the... Red Heat was the one with Pete. Yes. So that was with Missing. No. I don't know. It's a warehouse that they turned into a It's a like, a gr- like, a gr- like a like a corn warehouse, like a granary warehouse. Yes. Um, And they were, dude, they were describing it. Uh, <coughs> was fucking sick. Yeah. Um, And they're all dancing and having fun. And, and she's excited because... Uh, but Bo- Bo- I was calling him Bobby. Buddy hates dancing in nightclubs and stuff. But they go and like Buddy's ha- enjoying it. Yeah, they're having a good time. And then um, they go to get drinks, and then she just starts. <laughs> she starts going off about Paul again. And Buddy's like, "Can we just not talk about Paul tonight, please?" He, he's like, "He's like, hey, like, he's like, I took you out here because this is something you like to do." And he's like, I was wanting to distract you because you've been extremely stressed and, like, not sleeping. He's like, I just wanted us to have a good time. So can you not talk about this ghost you think you saw? And she's like, what, you think I'm crazy? And he's like, no, that's not what I said. I just, he's like, I just don't want to hear about a fucking stupid ghost. She's like, oh, what, now I'm stupid? And he's like, oh. <laughs> and then she, and she w- runs away. Fuck, bitch books it. Oh, fucking leaves, dude. And then the person, like, at the door, she's like, she's like, oh, hey, honey, like, if you want to come back in here, make sure you get your hand stamped before you leave. And she just doesn't even say anything to this person. Well, they were scary. They had purple hair. (laughs) (coughs) And she runs, this parking lot's humongous. And she runs through all, like, almost all of it. And she ends up running into just a bunch of greasers. And then one of them turns out to be Paul. Yes. This is where I get fucking angry. Why? It's so stupid. I thought that this was the start of some sort of like, I don't know, like like the new girl type thing where it's, where it's like a twin and one's dead. And like Paul was covering up the murder of his twin brother. The only reason that the ghost can remember the name Paul is because that's the name of his brother. And when he she goes to Paul's house, it's a bunk bed, but there's only Paul. You're right. She does the other dude. Well, no, she doesn't go to Paul's house. Paul goes to Paul's Paul house. Paul goes to Paul's but house. We're not there yet. Yes. Chill out, honey. I'm Do not. 
I'm like getting riled up with the anger. I yeah, need to let it let's out. Let's not talk about GP yet, okay? We're still dealing with, now we're dealing with LP, okay? Okay, live, a live Paul. <laughs> live Paul, not a live Paul, live Paul. Live Paul. <laughs> because apparently I'm that Midwest where I just remove word syllables. <laughs> and she's like, Paul, hey. <laughs> and he's like. He's uh, like, who uh, the fuck are you? And then he's like, and they're drunk. Yeah. He's and like, you know my name. You must want to fuck me. <laughs> you must want to fuck me. And they almost, I thought she was going to get assaulted. Because all there's five boys here, and all of them but one is being hella creepy. Yeah. And they, like, start chasing her, dude. Yeah. And they're like, hey, sweetie, come back. I want to turn, like, shit, like, the w- wildest shit. Yeah. I don't, would the greasers like this? I don't know anything about greasers. I don't think so. All, the only thing I know about greasers is from that one movie, Grease Lightning movie. Grease. I've never seen Grease. They're not like that in that movie. <laughs> well, there is that one that does admit to possibly that. So Fun. Maybe they were just that. Maybe maybe, maybe Robert was feeling real inspired. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot his name's Robert. Isn't it? Bob Stein. <laughs> What's the L? What the L stand for? Leroy, Robert Leroy Stein. Lawrence. <laughs> Bob Bob Larry Stein. <laughs> we 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 like we somehow I we somehow like run into where we can like get like a book signed by him at a signing, and I'm like, hey, what's up, Lawrence? <laughs> Lawrence. <laughs> and he just pulls out a gun and shoots me. <laughs> Bobby Larry. <laughs> hey Bob, I've read a lot of your books and you're bad at writing. Can you sign this for me? Uh, the next day she heads to Stop and Shop. <laughs> yeah, because she's like, oh yeah, I remember one of those those greaser dudes. His name is Frankie. Of course his name's Frankie, dude. Hey, Frankie. It's me, Frankie. Hey, Frankie, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a beggar at a grocery store. Hey, and I, 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 and she was the one that, he was the one that was like, you guys should stop being yeah. weird. It seems like he's just hanging out with them because they're all the pores. Yeah. And you know what I mean? And they like, they talk in his, in the break room and he's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. She's like, you know Paul? And he's like, yeah, he's literally my best fucking friend. And she's like, well, I know about Paul. He's like, you're what? And she's like, Paul's dead. And he's like, Paul's dead? When? Like right now? He's like, Did, he's, he's like, well, it had to have been this morning because I just talked to him. And she's like, no. And he's like, he's like, what are you talking about? And then he's like, bye and leaves. She goes out. She, like, leaves the store, and then Paul's just following her. Yeah. And, like, follows her to her car and is, like, super uncool. Yeah, no, he's, like, really aggressive and, like... Twisting her arm by, like... He's not even noticing he's twisting her arm. And, like, she's like, "Uh, stop, dude. And then, like, the cops... The cop pulls up and is like, what are you guys doing? Oh, also... We haven't mentioned that she has not, like, said anything to Paul, really. She just keeps saying Paul to him, which was pissing me off. She'd be like, Paul? And he's like, yeah, what about it? She's like, you're Paul. You and don't, he's like, yeah, I fucking know. You don't remember me, Paul? <laughs> Do you, you're, you're fucking with me, Paul. Paul's like, what do you know? She's like, you, you are Paul. And he's like, Yes. <laughs> He's like, you must be fucking obsessed with me and like want to fuck me the way that you keep fucking. Yeah, I, I have no idea. He's like, he's like, are you stalking me? He's like, because you're showing up at si- outside of my friend's workplaces. He's like, you're being fucking weird. He's like, who even are you? And then the, the cop, the cop stops them and she just like the cop just leaves because they're not doing anything wrong. And Paul's like, the cop wouldn't have done that to me. Yeah, Paul like, was literally stealing her purse. So I. I'd and then he gave it back. Anyway, she goes home and Paul and, and GP's all fucking depressed now. He's like, "You're never gonna find out who, who uh, why I'm dead." Uh, we also skipped out that Buddy was in the room and they were making out and it made Paul mad. Yeah. And then Paul tried to punch Buddy and it didn't work. And then she was like screaming and Buddy's like, "Bro, are you okay?" <laughs> 
he's like he's like i'm gonna he's like i'm gonna go call your parents he's like there's something wrong he's like you need help she's like no and he's like he's like for real you need help yeah that was farther back i didn't even i forgot to mention i just thought it was weird because she confronts gp on it and gp's like i could have done it i just wanted you to look fucking insane (laughs) for why I do, uh, and then he, he's like, he's like, he's like, no, clearly I can materialize because I almost pushed you out a window and I've crashed your car twice. <laughs> and they're talking and they somehow come to the conclusion, Christiana. That's so. She comes to the conclusion that he is a ghost from the future I'm who's so... trying to prevent his own death. I'm so pissed. <laughs> so fucking stupid. She then says that she cares about him and they hug. Huh? Why does she care about him now? She's like, I want to stop your death. And it's like, what in the fucking Christmas Carol shit is this? You're not dead yet. You're a ghost from the future who came back to the past. But for some reason, you also don't have memories. And then she's like, what about Frankie? And then he gets all of his memories, basically. Yeah. Like up until like a day before he died. He's like, I can't remember how I died. She's like, well, because it hasn't happened yet. So fucking stupid. I'm so angry. And then they go to Paul's house, and she's so scared to be in Old Village. Yeah. And no one her, no one fucks with her. No. And Paul's like, all right, I'm going to go into my house. And she Paul goes into, GP goes into LP's house. Uh, the moment he goes in, Melissa bails. Yeah. She's like, see ya. I'm fucking sorry. Gone. There's so much. There's dirt everywhere. <laughs> What's that smell? Is that a liquor store? <laughs> oh my god, is that a pawn shop? Oh my god, <laughs> is that children running unsupervised? Oh my god, is that lady not wearing shoes but smoking on her front porch? <laughs> oh my god, she has her curlers in. <laughs> oh my god, is that Shania Twain? <laughs> Oh my god, is that an American flag? <laughs> no, that's a modern day poor, honey. <laughs> Sorry, Confederate flag. <laughs> <laughs> that's modern day poor, honey. Uh, anyway, he go- <laughs> GP goes and talks to LP, but LP can't hear GP. For some reason. And then he follows LP, and then LP is talking to his friends, um fucking it's their names are frankie and like kevin it's kenny frankie and frankie and kenny and kenny has acne and that's kenny's one trait and then they're like the the fucking lp's like dude i'm the prowler yeah he's like i'm the i'm the fear street prowler and they're like like, and i'm gonna prowl melissa and they're all like i I called the operator and he gave me her full name phone number and address yeah well, yeah, the phone numbers is in the phone book. Yeah. And then they all just, like, circle jerking him how cool he is for breaking into rich people's houses. Um, and, like, that's fair and all, but, like, he's not doing it because, like, he, like, his brother's sick or, like, he can't pay rent. He's just, like, bored. He's just bored. So, like, he's just evil poor guy. And uh, suddenly, <coughs> suddenly... All four of them, LP, GP, Kenny, and Frankie, are on Fear Street. Yes. Uh, it's like he re- he's like he got bored and he's like, I'm just going to teleport him. And <laughs> we see no mask, no outfit, fucking <sighs> LP jumping out of a window because he got caught stealing. Yeah. And they drive away in Frankie's car with the visible license plate. Yep. And that nothing comes of that. There is no... Like, that's the first time he's got caught, first off. Yeah. And there's no consequences for that. And then she's back in her room, and Melissa is talking to to, to GP, GP. And he's like, well, when, when you're poor, you get really angry, and it makes you do bad stuff sometimes. And I'm like, and he's like, also, he's like, he's like, I feel like I'm fading away. He's like, 
He's like, ever since, you know, I got back, I feel like I'm just disappearing. And she's like, well, maybe you'll disappear completely because I'm not going to kill you. Um, and then that night, she decides to go to Paul's to confront him yet again. He is drunk once again, and he tries to assault her once again. <laughs> and he's like, I know where you live. I'm going to get you. And then she just blows past that. And she's like, just just don't come. She doesn't tell him why. Yeah. And she, like, basically says some stuff to him, and he gets mad and storms off. And then she gets home, and Della's like, hey, I'm the worst friend that's ever existed. Yeah. Uh, she's like, hey, I know that um, you were supposed to come over to my house while you're uh, alone. Um, because your parents are in Las Vegas and there's a prowler on the loose and also you're going crazy and like you're really paranoid, but Hey, uh, you can't come to my house tonight. I'm stuck at my cousins, which it is a third mystery cousin because she had Brian was her cousin. Mm -hmm. Tracy's her cousin. And we know that she ain't a spending time in old village. (laughs) So there's a third O'Connor that she's hanging out with in a different town. I don't know. Because why couldn't she just go to Della's cousin's house? So so she's like, okay, I won't tell my parent. I'm not going to tell my parents that that happened. And we're just, I'm just going to, I'm just going to sleep and, and it's going to be fine. And she can't watch TV. She can't dance. She can't read. She's so stressed out about GP and LP. Yeah. And um, she's like, I'm just going to sleep in my parents' room. And I was like, okay. I, I like I knew it was guy. I was like, okay. Yeah. She's gonna shoot this fucking kid. Yeah. And and then she's awoke she's waking up by him opening her window. Cause she didn't lock the window. No. It's also in the second story. So he's using a ladder. Yeah. How come people on Fear Street are so fucking stupid? There's something in the water or something. I don't know. Because he was being loud enough that she could hear him inside of the house. Just walking around, she could hear him. Also, she didn't do anything. Like, she didn't... She heard him walking around and didn't, like, call the police. She waited for him to come into the room. Yeah, and then he, like, threatens to assault her. He says it, basically. Yeah. He's like, why don't you just come lay down, and we can just do that. And she's like, you need to leave. I don't want to kill you. And he's like, kill me? What are you talking about? And she fucking pulls the gun out. She's like, I have a gun. Leave. And he's like, what are you going to do with that, huh? Nothing. Nothing, huh? And he slaps it out of her hand, which I feel like is a wild thing to do when someone's holding a gun at you. Is to hit their hand? Yeah. Yeah, or like, it hit it, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they're fighting, they're tumbling. And then Paul, alive Paul, gets the gun. And he's aiming it at her. And he's like, I'm going to kill you because you're rich and I'm poor and you won't let me fuck you. Yeah. That's basically why. Yep. And then Ghost Paul, <laughs> is it- Ghost Paul's like, no, I care about <laughs> Melissa. I need to save her. So he hits the gun out of Alive Paul's hand and kills himself. Almost. He knocks the hand out of her hand. Melissa catches it and fires it by accident. She catches it, fumbles, and fires it. And it hits him in the chest and he instantly dies. And she is taking it pretty well that she just murdered somebody. She's like, oop, it happened. Oop. And she's like, why did you do that, Ghost Paul? And he's like, well, I love you, Melissa. And they embrace. And then they kiss? Yeah. (laughs) She kisses the ghost and the ghost disappears. But she still feels his wet on her lips. That's what she says, wet on her lips. (sighs) Have you ever felt my wet on your lips? Have you ever described uh, that after I've kissed you? No. Honey, you're wet on my lips was so good. And then Buddy shows up. Buddy has just psychic ability, apparently. Because B- Buddy just shows up. I think Buddy was working with Paul. I, th- I th- But, like, it was cut. Like, I'm pretty sure Buddy was working with him. I don't know. Yeah. There's something going on. Because guys, no that, like, joke. Buddy was the prowler, but there was a ghost and they like just couldn't get it to fit together or like. 
There was a totally different plot point, and they're like, Paul is a ghost, and Paul is also alive. Because maybe, like, hey, buddy. I mean, future ghost is fine. It's just the whole buddy thread is confusing me. Yeah. Because buddy, no joke, shows up the moment she shoots him, basically. Yeah. He just, like, walks into the house, and he's like, oh, hey, you shot shot somebody. Let's call the police. Also not stressed out about it. Yeah. And uh, I know there's, like, shock and stuff, right? But, like. But yeah, they called the police and it ends. That's and book. nobody ever was like, oh, you were right. You were right to be scared. And like, Yeah, well, I mean, they killed a poor, so it's not really that big of a deal, right? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> That's what he's saying, right? Right. Uh, final thoughts. Um, I enjoyed this one. I hated this one. Um, we got our first dose of Supernatural stuff. I've been waiting seven damn books. Um, Melissa, even though she was pretty insecure about her looks and very sensitive and stuff... I didn't like hold that against her. It just it was a little annoying, but I don't. I, what else are you gonna do when everyone? And it's like, it's not like Della. Like Della was insecure for no reason about everything. She like had a reason to be. So like, it, I wasn't like mad about it. Uh, it. This book would be an eight out of ten, but Della knocked it down to a seven out of ten. <laughs> the fact that I had, I had fucking, I had to read more of this fuckhead, pisses me off. I wish she was the prowler and that she got shot. <laughs> 7 out of 10. What are you giving it? A 4 out of 10. It feels like that there was five different endings that he thought that this, like, it would be, you know, appropriate. And then he kind of just all, like, mismatched them together without making it make better sense. Yeah. I don't know. <sighs> I just didn't, I did not like it. I don't know. I think I, I was comparing it to some of the other ones. I feel like half of the book was her screaming Paul. That was a good chunk of the book. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess we'll get into the um, the Goodreads reviews and stuff. On Goodreads, this book has a 3.72 out of 5, which is about like a 70%, right? So people are more agreeing with me than you on this. Um, which is not me digging at you. That's just me putting... I, I didn't know my rating until I finished it, obviously. Um, Laura Laura gave it one star in 2020 and said, not this wannabe Izzy Stevens, uh, which apparently is from Grey's Anatomy. I don't... I had to look it up. What does that mean? I don't know. If someone's watched Grey's Anatomy, let me know. Um, Bannon gave it one stars in 2010 and said, Arl Stein was a good writer, but along the way he lost his talent. So, Bannon, uh, this was literally his seventh book he ever wrote. Um, this was two years before Goosebumps started. Um, he wrote 23 books before Goosebumps. So, bro, I don't think he's ever been good. <laughs> I don't think that's what he's doing. He's making garbage, and that's fine. That's great. I like it, but, like, this isn't a Neil Gaiman. Right. Lucia gave it five stars in 2016 and said, creepy, but love. Disagree, but okay. Uh, Just gave it four stars in 2020 and said, corny, but not bad. <laughs> Same thing, different font. Uh, Jasmine123 gave it four stars in 2015 and said, at first this book was confusing to me, but later I realized what was going on. Awesome. <laughs> Jasmine, honey, that's that's how mystery books work. Jasmine, there was no quotes from this book, so I would like to write one. Um, Do you have any? God, let me think. I almost want to put that fucking poor one because it pissed me off so much. Just because it's going to say that and then Bob Stein's name's going to be underneath it. (laughs) There was only one question for this book, and it was from seven years ago. Um, And it said, how to open PDF of the books? And no one answered it, so... I don't know. There really wasn't very good. How about the Weird Al thing? The Weird Al CD? <clears throat> he handed Melissa a small flat package. Obviously a CD. Hope you like Weird Al. That? No, not that part. Oh, get real, Pete? Della said poking him hard in the ribs. It isn't Weird Al. Della told me you were into Weird Al. <laughs> Is it that one? Yeah. It sounds like a Midwest emo band opening. Right. 
Someone tell me you were into Weird Al. Bear near, Um. All right. Uh, let's quickly uh, thank our patrons. Thank you, patrons. Thank you, patrons. Thank you, patrons. Thank you, patrons. All right. We would like to thank Natalie. Natural. Cosmic Oof. Ocean Billy. Thanks so much for joining our Patreon and supporting and horting us. And fortin. What do you want them to do this this week? What do you want them to do? What's a good thing you want them to do for themselves? Have a fun drink. You have a fun drink and make out with a ghost. Uh, if you make out with a ghost, it's technically not cheating. You could make yourself like punch with sherbet. If I made out with a ghost, would you be mad? It was the ghost of Kurt Cobain. (laughs) Well, what if it was my future dead ghost because you killed me and my ghost is back? If you want to follow us on Twitter, we're at Reading Isn't For Kids or Riff K Pod. If you want to join our Patreon, it is in the description. For $2.50 a month, you get access to our exclusive Patreon Discord that we share with the other shows on the Dispersed Audio wing of Encounter Co. If you want to support us a little bit more, for $5 a month, you get ad-free episodes, behind-the-scenes content, you get to vote on a book a month. Um, You also get access to an exclusive podcast called Ask Anna and Austin, where Anna and Austin, which is me and Anna, read and uh, talk about Reddit questions that that you guys submit or we find, so... Go do that, and we appreciate it. So I got a joke here for you. Sheesh. 99 and a half creepy curly jokes, riddles, and nonsense written and illustrated by Holly Co-Wit. Co-Wit? Why didn't the intern make the honor roll? Because they're shitty. He didn't measure up. Get it? Because, like, inchworms are, like, an inch... And, like, measuring is what you do when you measure inches. How many inches? For an inchworm? Well, I heard that, like, at least three is a good amount, so. (laughs) (laughs) My name's Austin. My name's Ono. Thanks so much for listening to Reading Isn't For Kids, brought to you by (laughs) Coca-Cola. I do up.